With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hawkeye Nation podcast instant reaction after Iowa's 72-65 to win over Illinois at home on Sunday afternoon. Andrew Downs here with you following another fun Iowa game. Another big win for this Hawkeye team. Now 16-6 on the season, 7-4 in the Big Ten Conference. If you hear any um, you know rustling or whining or uh, babbling, I've got my seven-month-old daughter, daughter crawling around at my feet right now. I'm trying to squeeze this in before uh, my daddy duty gets out of hand. Uh, my wife is, is busy right now. If you have any idea what she does for a living, uh, the Iowa caucuses are tomorrow, and it's been kind of a crazy time for the family. But all good today as Iowa, again, picks up just a huge win, another gutty win. These are going to start sounding like they're on repeat, right? A, a, a gutty win, a resilient team, a comeback, Luca Garza shining, uh, CJ Frederick key, you know, these things are just, uh, things you can just say over and over about this team, which is one of the reasons, you know, Rob Howe and I have talked about this on the Hawkeye nation podcast several times. This feels sustainable. It feels like something that Iowa can carry in, uh, now into February and, and through this month. Um, and we'll take a look at kind of the upcoming schedule here, but that was a key four game stretch that Iowa just got through and they got through three and one, three wins, uh, two of those against ranked teams, won a big comeback win against Wisconsin, obviously the loss. Thursday night at Maryland, which is not a bad loss. It's it's not a, something that's going to hurt you in the rankings. Probably not something that's going to hurt you in the rankings or anything like that. We'll see when the AP poll comes out tomorrow where Iowa fits. But Illinois was ranked 19th coming into this and, and probably would have been higher had there been rankings before today because they had won seven straight, were really one of the hottest teams in the country, and played well coming into Carver-Hawkeye Arena. They... Um, you know, Coburn, they, they had a good game plan against Luka Garza. They shut him down early. Now, he got going, and he had a big stretch in the first half where I think he scored 11 straight points after an Illinois 9-0 run, uh, or 8-0 run, rather, gave them an 8-point lead. Iowa came right back with 11 straight points from Luka Garza to take that lead back. Uh, but it, Illinois played well today. Alan Griffin back from a suspension, had two big three-pointers in that 8-0 run, but uh, that was really all he did, just six points. 17 points off the bench for Feliz. Uh, he, he was a good player. And then, you know, Frazier and Coburn. But in, in, in the end, it was Iowa, right? It was Luca Garza's 25 points, 10 rebounds. I think his 13th double-double on the season. C.J. Frederick with a huge 18 points, 6 of 8 from the line, 4 of 5 from the free-throw line. Six of eight from the field, rather four or five from the free throw line. Wieskamp was was quiet for much of the day, but ended up with 18 points as well. Connor McCaffrey, just nine points on those three threes, but huge threes. All three of them felt like they came at, at pinnacle times. Um, Joe Tucson had a, had a rough day, as did the, the entire Iowa bench. Uh, no points scored from the Iowa bench. Think about that. No points scored from the Iowa bench. One of the starters just has two points, and Iowa still beats a top 20 team at home. Uh, the, the refereeing was interesting, to say the least. There was a time where Iowa had a crazy foul dispar- uh, discrepancy in their favor, and then it seemed like every foul after that went against Iowa, at least for a period of time. A bunch of uh, offensive fouls, kind of some head-scratching things. Um, 
there was a, a very obvious travel by Illinois at one point that that never got called. Not a great day for the refs, but again, we can we can forgive that uh, with a win, a seven point win for Iowa. At one point, I think Illinois had a sixty two sixty one lead with four minutes left. Scored just four points in those final four four minutes as Iowa scored eleven uh, to get the win. Looking at the conference standings now, Iowa seven and four on the year, uh, fourth place in the Big Ten right now with Illinois and Michigan State tied atop at eight and three, Maryland at seven and three, Iowa and Rutgers then at seven and four. Looking ahead to Iowa's next stretch of games now, you're, you're out of those the, that tough stretch. I guess it was five games, really, that tough stretch, starting back with that Friday night game at home against Michigan. Uh, those five games, four of those five were against ranked teams in Michigan, Rutgers, Maryland, and Illinois. You won all four at home. That's ten in a row now for Iowa at home. Uh, just the one loss at Maryland, which, again, is, is something that's going to happen, and you, you don't get too upset about that. The next five games, at Purdue Wednesday night. Saturday, home against Nebraska. Some revenge there against uh, Fred Hoiberg and the Huskers. At Indiana the following Thursday. Two weeks from today at Minnesota. And then home against Ohio State on Thursday, February 20th. Then you go into that final stretch. The final four-game stretch of the regular season. We are at Michigan State, home against Penn State, home against Purdue, at Illinois. That at Illinois game, I saw Zach Craigler from the Register say that that feels like it's going to have some implications in the conference. Uh, if not atop the conference, certainly for that top four and the double bye in the conference tournament. So these next five games are really where Iowa can separate themselves from the pack and maybe stay in that top third or quarter of the Big Ten uh, for that final four-game stretch to kind of see how special this season can actually be. But, man, this has been fun. I'm going to check out Twitter a little bit. Let's see uh, see what some people are saying, see what all of you are saying. It was interesting at the end of the game. Uh, they, they kind of cut away from it quickly on TV. But uh, an assistant coach was upset about something. I couldn't tell if it was Connor McCaffrey at the end of the game holding the ball uh, to just let the, the clock run out, and if the assistant coach was upset about that, um, I saw some speculation that they were upset about the Wees Camp dunk late. Um, you know, that's whatever. <laughs> he, I mean, he dunked the ball. Um, but you saw Fran kind of get into it with an Illinois assistant, and then both teams pulled their teams off the court. Uh, again, Iowa with some drama in the handshake line, which is always interesting. As Travis Hines of the Ames Tribune says, no one does handshake line drama quite like Iowa. And it feels good, right? It feels like this this should be a rivalry that has some passion in it, that has some some fight in it, maybe even an actual fight in it. Uh, Iowa-Illinois both being good at basketball feels like the old days, and um, there should be some, there should be some, you know, grittiness in there. There should be some bad blood. You kind of like that. Uh, looking through Twitter here, Mike Colas Garza had never made four threes in a college game until today. It's just another thing that Luca Garza did today that uh, hasn't been done before. Chad Lysico, Iowa improved to 16-6, and 7-4 in the Big Ten. Just one game out of the league with nine to play. Welcome to February. Absolutely. This has been fun. It's going to continue to be fun. Trent Condon, each of Connor McCaffrey's threes were huge. He had seven assists against zero turnovers as well, had three steals, and ran the point when things got out of sorts. Wrap your arms around this guy, says Trent. Hawkeye fans, he's incredibly important to the success of this Iowa team. Couldn't agree more. We've been saying that for a long time. Um, just a, a, a really good game out of Connor. He's, he's just so smart, uh, and he's tough, and 
it was kind of like that Nebraska game in Lincoln where nobody else could hit a three. He hit he hit the couple of threes that were needed. Now they lost that game, but and they weren't shooting as poorly today as they were in Lincoln. But those three threes he hit today were huge. Uh, some comments coming out right now on on Twitter from uh, some of the post game stuff. I see the register guys Chad Lysico and Mark Emmert both have a, a quote from Brad Underwood about CJ Frederick, and I retweeted something earlier from one of the uh, the Illinois fan sites saying. Who is this C.J. Frederick? And and I already hate him, you know. Um, Underwood says, quote, Frederick, he's going to be a pain in the ass to play against the next four years. That's what you want to hear from the opposing coaches, right? That's what you want to hear from the opposing fan bases is, God, we hate this guy. Uh, I could see a a scenario where, as a junior, C.J. Frederick is the type of guy where everybody's tweeting, man, how long has this guy been on the team? Seems like he's a six-year senior. This is going to be fun. he's, He's got such... Uh, ice water in his veins. He's so clutch. It's just fantastic. That's about it, guys. I'm not going to waste a whole lot of your time on a, a big Sunday. Uh, we all know what's going on tonight. It'll be. It should be a good game. Should be a fun game. Uh, if you're if you're watching or if you're listening to this on Sunday, um, you know, enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy everything you do. If you're catching this on Monday morning, you can catch me, of course, always on 1460 KXNO here in Des Moines, uh, 106.3 now on FM. As we uh, will recap this game certainly uh, tomorrow on the Murph and Andy show, as well as all across the fantastic programming we have on 1460 KXNO 106.3 FM or the iHeartRadio app. That's just a little plug. Wednesday at Purdue is the next game for the Hawks, six o'clock, and that's a big one. Could be could be able to steal a win on the road uh, in West Lafayette for this Hawkeye team, who is uh, seemingly going to protect home court, which is fantastic. All right, guys. Have a good day. Have a good weekend. Thank you for listening. Go Hawks!